Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I guess the moral of today's episode is if you start something, finish it or don't if you want. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Don't threaten to kill Nintendo if you're trying to get Nintendo to put out your video game is the second lesson I'd suggest. Both of yeah. those would look beautiful embroidered on a <laughs> pillow, I think. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pocket Buds, a back pocket podcast where I talk to my best buds about video games and stuff. My name is Ruby Innes, and we're talking about Bob's game. If you're not in the loop of niche mid-naughties indie video game industry dramas, you might be wondering, what the fuck is Bob's game? Well, Bob's game is an RPG that's been in development since around 2003 by solo developer Robert Poloni. Nowadays, it's pretty common to see an impressive title being made by just one guy. It, it was pretty common back then too, but not on the Nintendo DS or Game Boy, which is where Poloni was ultimately trying to get his game on. It all started in August 2008, when Poloni decided to post a preview of his game on YouTube. The preview amassed around 100,000 views within a month of its release, which was a pretty good amount of views back in the day, especially for an otherwise unknown indie game. The game was seemingly unheard of before that, and according to an interview in the Orlando Sentinel in 2008, Poloni had been working on the title for the past five years, with over 15,000 hours of work being put into it. In this same interview, he expressed distaste with how the video game industry did business, so how the rest of this story goes kind of makes a lot of sense. In the same year as the release of the preview, The Escapist reported that Poloni had gotten in touch with Nintendo to get an application for a license to acquire a Nintendo DS software development kit. But Nintendo seemingly strung him along for 17 weeks without a response. The general wait time for a response was apparently six to eight weeks. So began the 100-day protest, where Poloni would lock himself in his room with an ongoing live stream recording his actions, making the game, and doing other stuff until Nintendo gave him a software development kit. The protest was a wild ride, which included Poloni releasing the addresses of Nintendo executives, threatening to release the game as a killer app for the DS, threatened to release the game on other platforms, and threatened to exact, a, this is in quote, by the way, uh, exact a horrific vengeance if the company continued to deny him the software development kit. He apologized for this comment and complained of paranoia and persistent headaches. The shut-in protest ended on the 30th day, on January 10th, 2009, and Poloni's hatred for Nintendo seemingly grew larger. The protest was revived in a new form, with Poloni taking to the streets to make his game known with posters, business cards, and fake DS cases for Bob's game that he filled the Nintendo World Store in New York City with. 
He also reworked the game itself to include Nintendo in some form and included himself as the main antagonist with the events of the protest and his own life feeding into what the aim of the game would become. 25 weeks after Poloni sent his request for a software development kit, Nintendo responded. They said no, and he revealed it was all a marketing scheme. From there, the ongoing years saw ups and downs for Bob's game. I've been intrigued about Robert Poloni and Bob's game for a few years now, but I've said too much on my own. So why don't I introduce my buds to talk about it some more and anything in between? Joining me on the show to talk about Bob's game are my two video game boyfriends, Joel and Jackson from Thumbcramps. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello, Ruby. How are you? And hello, listeners. Yeah. I'm good. How about you? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm great. I did just find a wart on my thumb, which is not so awesome. But everything else is going good in my life. Would you suggest that's from too much gaming, Jackson? (laughs) Yeah, it's a gaming wart. It's a gaming wart. Yeah, fair enough. Well, you can get it um, frozen off. Yeah, that's true. I could do yeah. that. I could do that. Or it might go on its own. And alternatively, it we're going to have to change the name of our podcast from Thumb Cramps to Thumb Warts. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like, like, I'm just warning you now, it will not go away on its own. <laughs> and I think you probably shouldn't touch anything uh, until you get it sorted. I yeah, had a I think wart, you're right. Uh, on my wrist, on the top of yeah. my wrist, I still, I can't see it right now because I've got hair ties on my wrist uh, and it's kind of like... Uh, gone over it but basically I, I still have a scar there from where a wart was um, is that because you tried to use, wear a toad like a watch yes <laughs> <laughs> yes and and yeah. I, uh, every time every time i went to go look at the time i'm like what's the time and it would go and i'm like that's not the time that's the sound that and why is my wrist so lumpy yeah and sweat yeah. Um, yeah, what's but, going on but, but yeah i uh, uh i had to get it frozen off because i was using this stuff on it uh, in the hopes that that would make it go away because my mum told me it would. And then it uh, didn't. And in fact, just oh, no. kind of took a new yuckier form. So yeah. uh, I ended up having to just get it completely frozen off. That's probably you, what I'll you have to go do. two yeah. important lessons that day. Never trust your parents and never trust the doctors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now yeah. I live my life full of ailments and not in contact <laughs> with my mum and dad. Yeah. Isolated from I loved love ones. Yeah. And dying. <laughs> exactly. You can't die if you never go to the doctor to That's hear true. what mm. is wrong with you, you know? Yeah. Because if you never know, then it'll never go bad. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, boys, what do you know about Bob's game? Uh, well, we love Lost Media for yeah. some reason, because uh, even Lost Media that's not about anything scary is spooky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you no, can no, read, it's like, totally spooky. In the 1980s, there was a Mario commercial that's completely <laughs> lost, and you're like, oh, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> where yeah. did it go? And, uh, it's, and it's Bob's... those YouTubers that always make it sound really spooky, even when it's not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, On the 29th of January, 1987, there was a Mario <laughs> commercial that aired exclusively in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one was of the only known appearance of Mario doing a triple jump prior to his appearance in Super Mario 64. And you're like, I'm going to get nightmares. Turn it off. <laughs> I think there is legitimately a lost, I think it's Mario Got Milk commercial where Mario drinks a glass of milk. I've seen That's scary. I've seen that in that print. Is scary. Yeah. You've seen Mario drink a glass yeah, of milk in print? Yeah, I've seen that in print too. Yeah. Okay. Mm, it's well, just Mario Mario's face from Mario 64, and it just says got milk in the Mario font underneath. Okay. He doesn't have, like, yeah. a milk mustache or no, anything? No, he's got his regular Mario mustache, as far as I recall, but maybe in 1998. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, we're Lost Media freaks. Um, I've participated in my own Lost Media quest before. That's true, yeah. So I've gotten really? pretty deep into Lost Media, yeah. We we were we became obsessed with uh, I don't know if you remember Ruby the Australian TV show Who Dares Wins, you know Who Dares Wins? Yes, yes, so we, I do remember that. I think we found on YouTube like an hour compilation of just um, Who Dares Wins. the The way the show worked is that uh, what was his name? Mike Whitney. Mike Whitney. He would. Go around, like, supermarkets in the 1990s. Shopping malls, shopping centers. Yeah, and he would say, hey, would you do this disgusting thing or this risky thing for 50 bucks? And then he would pull the 50 bucks out of his pocket. And sometimes if they completed the challenge or whatever it was, they'd get 50 bucks crumpled from Mike Whitney's pocket. 
so there's a, an hour-long compilation of those yeah. segments, and we became very obsessed with it. Mm. And then we discovered that there's very little of Who Dares Wins online, despite there being, like, what? There was three seasons, yeah. uh, and it went on to influence Fear Factor, which results in Joe Rogan getting a career, which results in the Joe Rogan experience, which results in the world being a worse place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's an important television show. So we tried Kinda to like track... how 9-11 is... Uh, uh intrinsically linked to My Chemical Romance. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely. And, and if Mark Wahlberg were to stop 9-11, then Mark <laughs> Wahlberg would have been entirely responsible for My Chemical Romance not existing. Whoa. And so, like, dream, Mar not dream Mark Wahlberg, but, like, hypothetical <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is an enemy to me, but also yeah. real-life Mark Wahlberg is an yeah. enemy to yeah. me because he did hate crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too, me too. He's so, a bad man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a bad, bad man. But yeah, so we tried to track down episodes of um, yeah. Who Dares Wins. And, and then I eventually caved and hit up Reddit. And yeah. my post got enough traction that people were giving me legitimate advice. Uncovered two episodes. Oh, so shit. I'm the holder of two exclusive episodes <laughs> of Who Dares Wins. And the next step for me trying to uncover it is to create a proper LinkedIn yeah. and message the producers of the show, which yeah. feels a step too far, but I will probably It does it. feel like when do you do that, you're over the line. You know, you're do in you for remember? life. What, um, do you remember what, like, broadcaster it Yeah, was I got, I got, I got the producer's, like, information. Like, their full names. I know yeah. who to message. Oh I just haven't done it yet, yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, Bob's game is such a, like, a... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bob's game. <laughs> it's one of the big lost media, you know, one of the big lost medias. So it came up on our radar. This makes it sound like we're always looking for lost media. <laughs> we're, we're I think uh, it's worth, worth saying that, yeah, we're not usually looking for lost media, but we are almost <laughs> always watching a YouTube compilation of someone telling us about lost media yeah. and getting a bit frightened. Like the, oh, um, yeah, I blame it on Jorge. Uh, yeah, yeah, guy. yeah, absolutely. Atrocity yeah. Guide, another great one. Um, Ooh, yeah. Uh, one of the ones I saw in a compilation, I forget by who, that we, I saw recently was a food fight video game. Yeah. That's only oh. known from... Uh, like the a uh, a uh, uh, booth in the background of like a two thousand and six E three or something. Yeah, it's a little bit earlier than that, but yeah, oh, someone yeah. pretty much panned across the GameCube booth at an E three, and someone was watching that footage and was like, "Hang on a second, that's the a food fight video game based on a <laughs> movie that, like... that doesn't come out for ten years." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was about to say, isn't like, do you remember the movie Food Fight? Like, yeah. The dog? yeah. <laughs> it's the dog, the the detective dog, is yeah. that right? Yeah, voiced by Charlie yeah. Sheen. And there's a yes. squirrel made of chocolate, and he's really wet for some reason. Yeah. So do you think it was originally supposed to be a video game, and then they scrapped it and decided to make it a movie instead? Well, Ruby, you, uh, you're opening a can of dangerous worms here, because yeah, Fruit Fight was like actually meant to be released. The movie was meant to be released in the early 2000s. But then the director claims the movie got stolen. Yeah, I think he, the claim is that somebody <laughs> broke into his house and just stole the movie. <laughs> so, Which is awesome. The movie ended up getting reanimated with cheap assets, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then released mm. in like 2015 <gasps> or something. No, I remember this. And it was supposed mm. to like, quote unquote, look better. Yeah. Than yeah. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny that they were like, no, we swear it didn't used to look like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine. It looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know how, like, when you look at this, it makes you feel a bit sick? Yeah. Much of it made you feel good. The opposite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it was actually the opposite. It was actually really <laughs> awesome to look at. Yeah. Well, Bob's game. Um, mm. <laughs> the thing with, like, so I, I actually, you, it's, it's funny you mentioned the atro atrocity guide because that's, yeah. that was my first port of call for uh, Bob's game when yeah. that video was released about two years ago. And I was like, oh, this is, this is wild. And at the time it was funny to me yeah. because I was like, oh, this is some wacky guy uh, trying to, you know, get Nintendo to publish his game. And he's so crazy. Wah, wah, wah. Um, but my further research, my actual like, you know, after getting uh, getting the job in journalism, yeah. um, congratulations! And then, and well then thanks, uh, <laughs> and then proceeding to to kind of do, I guess, real research. Yeah, um, it's 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 not as funny as I thought it would be, <laughs> yeah. um, and rather like quite fascinating, uh, but also quite sad, but yeah, also absolutely. still 
uh, very mysterious, you know? Yeah. Um, I... So, yeah. So, I don't know. I've I actually not spoken to Jackson about this whatsoever, despite the fact I'm sitting next to him. But I remember in high school mm. watching part of the live stream protest. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I'm, wow. a, I'm a Bob's Game day. Yeah, far out. I, uh, I'm not going to flex too hard because it was one of my friends that was, like, very switched onto it and was like, yeah, this guy's making a game and I think he's going crazy. Yeah. It was pretty much, and yeah, we were just, I just yeah. remember sitting at school and watching this guy sit at a desk in the dark as, like, a uh, uh, LED light above him just like flashed up like Reggie. Wow. <laughs> where where yeah. where did you actually watch it? Like where did he post on, sure his it was website. Just on his website? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And it was really interesting as well. Oh, cause, I mean like re realistically, I think it mm. was the um it was probably the 100 day protest well 30 day protest um the 30 yeah. day lock in that yeah. probably sent him off the deep end like isolation mm. isn't good for anybody and, oh, and absolutely he didn't have any internet access he didn't have any uh access to to uh i think like the only thing was access to maybe like messages with his girlfriend or something mm. or or someone on the outside to kind of like get messages out there um and it was it was a very weird thing of like isolation uh, for for an extended period of time is not good for anybody. Oh yeah, wrecks your brain. Um, you saw how many people went cuckoo bananas during the pandemic, but like at least they had access to the internet, you know. Yeah, um, that's true. And and when you're just working on your game, uh, and based on later blog posts that I saw, um, we, we'll touch on it a bit later, but like. Uh, according to, to blog posts on the now defunct website, seems like he's a man of God now. Oh, um, really? But the the blog posts do suggest that he uh, was uh, on drugs. Okay. <laughs> uh, he didn't say which ones, but, yeah, but yeah. that's Probably what it awesome does suggest. Yeah, yeah. Probably the yeah. really cool ones, yeah. yeah. But, um, but, like, so it was, like, it, it made sense that he kind of, like, went a little off the deep end but it's it's really fascinating as well because like uh something i'd like to touch on that really happened in the in the past hour or two was yeah. all three of us got the chance to play uh the first uh, demo of bob's yeah Game. yeah it um for some reason in all these years knowing fully well that a demo had been released yeah that game, it was available online and like i remember reading you needed like the demo was only released for like hacked DSI units or something like yeah. that. So I just never, for some reason, looked into it. Looked to into see, yeah. it at all, knowing full well that Nintendo DS emulators are everywhere. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. It, yeah. yeah, we what the way we played it is, uh, Dusha played it and I had the headphones on, <laughs> so <Cool>. I heard it, <laughs> you but heard he saw it and I saw it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. listened to it a bit at first and then was like, Jackson, check this out. Yeah, and then we never swapped back. Yeah, because yeah. when I saw, uh, I had a look on the Wayback Machine of all, all the, the different errors of the oh, Bob's yeah. Game website. Yeah. Um, and then I played the game. And, and looking at all the different errors was, was really fascinating because it started with him talking about how excited he was to kind of get his game out there. And then it became a, a kind of um, a bit of an ARG uh, yeah, and then and then it became a this is uh, and then and then it, it had the protest and the live stream and then it had um, uh, a link to the trailer and then it had just the the Bob's game triangle with the eye in it, um, and it kind of went all over the place. Yeah. Um, but like it, it was very interesting to see how it went from uh, uh, like I'm a 25 year old guy making my video game to here is my entire life story. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's become intertwined in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he puts and parts of that in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like game. Nintendo yeah. become a character in the game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Gantendo, which was yeah, a, a mix of Ganon yeah. and Nintendo, which I was like, very clever. Um, <laughs> Nicely done. But playing the, playing the demo, um, I actually like, Playing it, I was like, "Oh, this is this is a game I would play. This is a game that that, that seems really neat. It kind of gave like, uh, uh, like Kanye Quest. Yeah, yeah, it feels heaps like Kanye Quest. How how far in did you get, Ruby? 
I got up to the playing the the Tetris clone. Okay. Yeah, that's um, us too. Us too. On the Game Boy, <laughs> it's hard. Well, that's, it is that's one hard. Of, isn't that one of the things when people first started playing it, where they were like, All the "It's mini very games. cool," but the mini games are impossible. We have to actually like half speed the emulation or whatever to be able to complete yeah. a lot of them. Like he'd made them very difficult because the Tetris is called Tetrig, I think, or Tetris, Tetris, I think. But it's like Tetris, <laughs> except some of the blocks are well, none of them. It's it, just three. Yeah, yeah but sometimes they're missing three. a like a block in the middle to make it incredibly difficult to like get a, a line. And you're very good at Tetris. Well, uh, let's not uh, look, better I'll, than me. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine at yeah. Tetris. Yeah, well, I'm better yeah, than I, you I, at Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I uh, I I looked at a a, a playthrough on yeah. YouTube, and I think you have to get up to like. 300 points or something like that maybe 500 oh in order to complete it and get through mm. that and then get into the rest of the demo and i didn't get past it because <laughs> uh like I, I might see if if uh, uh i can do it at half speed yeah. um uh if i can on my emulator because look at the end of the day it is a game clearly now made for an emulator so it's, yes. <laughs> it's not like yeah. i'm doing anything wrong <laughs> um but uh you're not cheating yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's 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 very um interesting just how difficult it was cuz the game itself like uh there were bits and pieces in there where I like chuckled to myself like it was it was clever and it, it he very clearly had like a good idea of what he wanted to do. I think it was just tainted by like uh everything that was happening on well, the yeah. outside. It does kind to give anyone who hasn't seen any footage of Bob's game or has no idea what it is prior to listening to this episode. Imagine if you're playing Earthbound on the Nintendo DS, but it had a vibe that the game might kill you in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yeah. That's, there's no, a sort of that's... cruelty to the game, yeah. Yeah, like it, it, it felt... That's the, it, it felt like kind of uh, uh, like you're not supposed to be playing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because like the opening Which before neat. you... Before you even get into the game, there's like a warning, and it's like, "Hey, this game, don't stab your eye with the stylus, yeah. or don't yeah. eat your Nintendo DS dust." Or <laughs> yeah, and and then it, and then it said licensed by Nintendo, and then it came up at the top with "This game will never be." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And I was like, "That's really clever. Like, that's cute. I like, I, I, I get it." And like, uh. I saw, you know, like early videos of this guy. He seemed like a a, a, a freaking cyber goth. Yeah, yeah, back in absolutely. the day, he, he seemed cool as hell. Honestly, is it, um, is it a thing with Bob's game that uh, he had like an opportunity? He had like a meeting with a Nintendo rep, and the Nintendo rep was like, "You, we can talk about giving you a team at Nintendo, yeah, and getting you maybe like that dev kit that you want so badly." But he was like. No, I got to be kind of doing well, this by myself because it was such a big selling point for it. Was that he's like, yeah. I'm the sole developer. It's his. Yeah, yeah. I, it's Bob's game. Guess, you know? It's Bob's game. I guess. I guess it's worth noting that by the time Bob's game emerged as Bob's game in its first taste, yeah, for the internet to enjoy, when that first trailer came out, he'd claimed he'd done fifteen thousand hours work over five years on it already. Whoa! Uh, and had made all of the sprites in like a block editor or something because he wasn't an artist so had to self well, yeah he didn't know how to everything. do he, he just had done like one c plus plus course yeah. or something he taught and himself the... everything from scratch it's it's yeah. kind yeah. of impressive looking at the demo absolutely it's, and yeah i find it so awesome again another little tidbit of information here is a, the original version of the game was called Zeldrug <laughs> and was zelda awesome. with Drugs and guns. Yeah, yeah. he was like, it's Zelda yeah. mixed with Grand Theft Auto. Zelda mixed with Grand Theft yeah. Auto was every guy in the mid-2000s perfect video yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> what if Link had yeah. a gun? That's your best friend in high school who's like, I've got the ultimate game. It was Zelda with guns. Hey, what if Zelda had guns? Uh, like I've, got, I've, got I've actually got a brand new game from my uncle that works at Nintendo. It's called Zeldrug. Yeah. Link has a gun <laughs> now. Also, I saw a boob on the weekend, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this high interesting thing as well. the best life's ever going to get. Yeah. <laughs> it's this interesting. <laughs> it's this interesting thing as well of like, um, like as he was kind of getting an idea of what he he wanted to make, you know, in this game. Yeah. He was also like pretty dejected from the industry itself, being like, uh, 
the the video game industry now is like they just take like licensed assets from like movies and stuff and they just put that in a game. Yeah. Uh, and so it makes a lot of sense as why he was pretty insistent on doing everything himself from scratch. Yeah. Because yeah, I think he absolutely. had this idea that like if he uh, gave it to Nintendo or he gave it to a publisher, they'd want to put their own ideas into it. Because he, yeah. he was like, like, and look, we're, we're, we're purely going by his word. But yeah. that being said, in blog posts, like he was talking about how he was regularly being approached by publishers. Like the, it, it wasn't as if like everybody was just ignoring him and like covering their eyes and yeah. hoping yeah, that he yeah. goes away. Like, like publishers were, were approaching him. He just desperately wanted to keep creative control of this game and feared that having it go into anyone else's hands was going to uh, sway that, you know? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, yeah for well, sure. I guess it is worth noting that he's clearly a Nine Inch Nails fan, and something that happened in the Nine Inch Nails timeline ties directly into, I think, what happened with Bob's game. Whoa. Mm. So, uh, this, like, the ARG element, he said, was inspired by Year Zero, which is a Nine Inch Nails album. They had a whole ARG campaign. But just prior to that, Nine Inch Nails uh, had released an album called With Teeth. Yeah. And mm. that comes out in, I think, 2005? Okay. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails are touring Australia on that album. The lead singer, well, the guy behind Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor. Yeah. Walks into a CD store somewhere in Australia. Can't remember what state. With Teeth is on sale for $40. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Calls up the record label and like is like, we're ripping people off. Yeah. Like, we're done. Cuts ties, goes independent. Whoa. So I wonder yeah, if that, that attitude. Probably. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Would have influenced Bob. Yeah. Because yeah. like, if, yeah. Because like, if he's paying attention to like, Assuming that Nine Inch Nails are a band he quite likes. One, he looks like a Nine Inch Nails yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a he safe bet. He does look like a Nine Inch Nails <laughs> fan. Two, yeah. he was directly inspired by Year Zero. Like, <clears throat> it's safe to assume that he'd heard that story. And yeah, like, being like, no, we don't need a label. We're not doing anything like that. We're playing by our own rules. Yeah. We treat our fans how we want to treat them. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's the attitude it's, you see in Bob's game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's interesting because... Um, uh, I honestly think that if, like, it would have been such a cool and out there game for the DS. Like, just yeah, something yeah. that you would never see on the DS. And if he started working on it in in the past five years, like now. It would um, be on Switch already. Oh, absolutely. It would be not, not only that, but, like, he'd probably, through Itch.io, like, be able mm. to get it on a hacked DS. And it would probably be quite successful. And even then, if he had made it, purely for pc yeah uh like like one of his inspirations cave story was <laughs> yeah then he, a few years later he probably would have been able to get it on other consoles because cave story uh which is a, a, a apparently according to sources online um yeah. a, a, an inspiration for bob's game or at least the story of cave story where it was this this solo developer release on on PC, it started there and uh, it got released, I think, 2003, 2004. And it wasn't until 2011 that it got released on the the Wii and the DS. Yeah. And so, like, that was years, years later. 
So I, I feel like I hate to be like, if he just did this, because <laughs> anything happens, you know, yeah, but yeah. like, I think that there is an alternate reality where Bob's game got released in full uh, on PC and years later got releases onto other platforms. What was there a thing? I don't know. This, <laughs> I think yeah. I think the big I think there's three big hurdles that yeah. uh, he tripped over. So like you said, Ruby probably should have just been open to the idea of it being on PC. Mm -hmm. Didn't he try later for Steam, but Steam was like Steam rejected him. Steam later. was like this doesn't meet our criteria or whatever. It's not a, a yeah. high enough quality game. But that's unfortunately because that it, follows it got, the next. It got through Steam Greenlight. Oh yeah, okay. But just never yeah. didn't make it to the next step, I suppose. The problem was was that it wasn't Bob's game, the RPG. Oh, uh, it, it was Bob's okay, game, puzzle right. game. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, okay. okay. So go on, uh, Dusha. Uh, the other two hurdles, I think, is when he did he did his lock-in protest and then on day 30 pretended to kill himself live yeah. on stream. I think that probably that raised prob a couple probably of red flags yeah. for people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. two, implying he was going to kill Reggie at a game convention. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah. probably gonna make yeah. Nintendo. It would be a <laughs> crazy move for Nintendo to be like, yeah, we like his gumption. If this someone, guy. yeah, like if someone threatened to kill Thumb Cramps if we didn't let them on Thumb Cramps, <laughs> yeah, probably I think that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we'd we'd probably let them on just to ask them why. I'd be like, that day, that why would you do that? <laughs> why were you gonna kill us? And also that day coming yeah. into the studio to record, I'd be like, this might be my last day on Earth. <laughs> Just to record and a podcast. And that would be exciting. Yeah, brother, every day could be your last day on Earth. Start thinking that every morning oh, you wake up. I no. think that every day I go to bed, which, you know, makes for a very confusing sleep. <laughs> um, but I, I, like, Nintendo, I feel like Nintendo, you know, quote-unquote back then, isn't mm. how it is now. Where, like, they yeah. are a little more open to indie games. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes a little too open to any game being on their platform um some of the, there is not uh, a clear like from I, I guess from a consumer's perspective it doesn't feel like there is s heaps of quality control on the it nintendo seems like switch eShop. you could make a game that was called horny calculator that was <laughs> yeah a calculator, mm, calculator and a pair of tits or whatever and put it on the nintendo mm, eShop. what and... about a calculator but the only buttons are a six and a nine Whoa, yeah. that might make some money <laughs> That's, I don't yeah, know. Sell it for like $2.99. $2 yeah. There's some what cash if, there. What, what if it was a, an alarm clock, but it had a set of honkers? Yeah, a couple of norms on it. They're just there. I'd 99 finally, cents? I'd you know? be happy to wake up every day. <laughs> I'd be like, well, even if this is my last day on Earth, at least I've seen something awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, a low, low price exactly. of 99 cents. Yeah, that's pretty good. 99 cents. But the, the reality is, like, I, I genuinely think Bob's game could... Yeah, yeah on absolutely. The Nintendo Switch in this day and age, you know? The only thing with Bob's game that is, I guess, something to consider is, did the game actually exist to the extent that Bob was it claiming did. it exists? Yeah, that is Yeah, that is always really tricky. Be because it was a lot of demos, but, yeah, you know, kind of... Yeah. yeah. So the demo that all three of us played today, while I choose to believe that it isn't the case. I would not be shocked if that was all all of the game at that point in time, and the claims at that, point that it was, time, yeah. Mm, yeah, and the claims that it was done were exaggerated. But um, yeah, yeah, that one hundred day protest because yeah, he ends the lock in at day thirty by faking his own suicide, yeah. and police burst in. Then people realize that day one hundred actually coincides with like a game developers convention that Nintendo are going to be at. Uh, and yeah, things Didn't get Didn't he also say he had a surprise or that I think Dave... there was going to be a, a something for them? You yeah. Know? So it's just like the kind of thing that it will just inevitably tarnish your chances of ever getting... But then it sort of feels like at that point, he, he kind of knew that there was really no winning here and it was just sort of drumming up. Yeah. Know, that's what the, I suppose that's the, the viral marketing part. It would have been... Yeah. Know. Like if this was viral marketing, like he said it was, mm. which I... Again, feels like damage control. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. But if it was viral marketing, do all of that on day one hundred and one. Drop it on yeah. Steam, absolutely, or whatever, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And and then I make... think it's it's cool because it's uh, not cool. It, it's it's 
fascinating. It's cool. It's cool, Ruby. <laughs> it's cool. Whatever you're about to uh, say is actually the coolest. It's cool as hell. Yeah, I right? stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's fascinating because like he had friends in the industry. Like I'm pretty sure he was friends with uh, Tim Rogers, the guy that made Ziggurat. Um, oh yeah. And also. Uh, <laughs> disgraced indie developer Phil, Phil Fish, Fish who made Fez <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure they were friends like like well, he they had a falling out Ruby sorry they had a falling out Phil Fish and Bob had a falling out because oh and this this is awesome yeah uh during this the development cool. yeah. I do stand by this during the development of Fez Bob just started messaging Phil Fish saying his game looked disgusting <laughs> 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 that's awesome yeah. that's See? Rocks. i didn't know that what you were gonna so say funny. but i did stand by it yeah. and it is cool it is cool oh, that, that's so, that's so cool <laughs> to just message your friend and say your game looks disgusting phil your phone's going off are you gonna check it no i know what it's gonna say <laughs> let's just like, keep working on fez i'm sick of him like 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 i i, I don't I, I don't never played fez i think i saw yeah. it and i'm like that looks cute but like uh bob's game looks cool like yeah. Yeah. the 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 world of bob's there are parts of it that look kind of ugly but it feels like the point um yeah yeah it feels intentional like, uh <laughs> it's just <laughs> so funny to like go to your felt your friend you're both like, working on games at the same time you should be building each other up no no Hey man, your game looks your disgusting. Game. Bob here, just checking in. Reminder, your game looks disgusting. That's <laughs> more like that so more like funny. yuck, dude. Have a good one. Yucky, yucky yeah. game. Wild, just, but like yeah, that's it's so it's, funny. It's, it's it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Absolutely. You got to say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that there was that that disconnect at one point where um, you know, like it's clear that that Bob. Uh, you know, Robert, he he wanted to get his game out there eventually. Yeah. Like that that is my belief, at least, that he wanted to release a game. Yeah, well, it's sort of he had four demos in total uh that yeah. came out. I've been able to get a hold of two of them. Uh I know that the third one is out there. Yeah. Okay. The fourth one I haven't been able to kind of trace, right? Is um so we all played the first one. What's the second the one got one. in it? Is it a more updated version of the first demo? Or is this when the puzzles start taking over? I don't, I don't, don't know. Because the puzzle yeah. is, is uh, when he, so he released uh, Bob's Game Puzzle Game. That, that was the one that got released on Steam. Yeah. And that was the one that uh, I'm pretty sure was supposed to be Tetrid. But, but then there were also some like, Dr. Mario aspects yeah. of it yeah. as well. Like, uh, it, was, it, it was a bit of everything. Yeah, and doesn't that release then get renamed to, like, OK Full Stop or something like that? It got... Re it got he changed the name to OK and then yeah. uh, uh, pulled it off Steam? Either yeah. pulled it off mm. Steam or, or Steam pulled it. But uh, it got pulled. Yeah. Um, and was that just a collection of the puzzles in the other Bob's Game demos? Is that what I, okay I was? I think it was it was uh supposed to be like a separate but uh connected okay game, right? Yeah. Because because Bob's Bob's game RPG, as far as I know, never got a full release. Yeah. The, no, the Bob's don't... game puzzle game got a full release and then it got pulled. But the Bob's game RPG never got released. And there was a a, a Kickstarter for yeah. Bob's game that did that that failed, um, and then there was another Kickstarter that didn't fail. Um, oh, and it's interesting because I'm pretty sure the first Bob's game Kickstarter was for Bob's game, yeah, the the the, the full one, and the second one was for like this kind of whimsical version of whatever he was going for, potentially just the puzzle game, but like the Kickstarter funds, I think it was mentioned that it was going to go towards a hack van. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Inside yeah, the van, he was going to work on his game, but he needed this van to live in. Oh, okay. Did, wow. And, and it, yeah. Yeah. 
What? Which was like that got funded. Yeah, so was, he got the van. I think. I, I think what happened with the second Kickstarter, the one that was successful, is there was no updates for a bit, and then he refunded all of the money. Oh, okay. He did refund all. No, he did. And you know what? Like, look, uh, uh, a lot of Kickstarter campaigns for games that didn't come out, um, mm-hmm. you know, never refunded people. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they never did. Prop- yeah. And then some so games we, we come out and suck shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true too. Exactly. <gasps> Absolutely. And, and with Bob's game, he, uh, he, you know, he, he, he refunded the money, which is, you know, kind of. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's good. Of, good shout of out to Bob. Yeah, shout out to Bob. Bob. <laughs> and well, uh, it, it was interesting as well because, because um, I keep saying interesting, but it is, it's fascinating. It's such a fascinating Absolutely. situation because uh, on, uh, if we go to the Kickstarter, um, on July 1st, 2021, and mind you, this whole saga technically started in 2003. Oh, really? So yeah. it's the 20th anniversary of of Robert uh, Poloni starting development on Bob's game. Whoa. What are right? the odds? Well, uh, this is actually a 20th. Uh, 20th anniversary celebration. We did this on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all intentional. Absolutely. Uh, But on July 1st, 2021, there was an update. Uh, Bob's game is now complete and has been fully released. Y'all ready for some fun? Um, And it was kind of full of people saying, where is it? (laughs) Yeah. What's going on? Um, And in the the comments... um, he it was he he was kind of like, oh sorry, I actually made that up. What so he, was, he was like, <laughs> sorry, uh, uh, my mistake. I didn't mean. I have that. no game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wait, he was yeah. So he was like, I have the game. Get ready, the game's coming. They were like, where's the game? He's like, there is no game. Pranked. Yeah, the- he said Bob's game is now complete and has been fully released. Y'all ready for some fun? Um, and then he said, I guess I will just retract this statement then i'm not sure what i was thinking i might have been confused i've uh i've become a crazy person it seems and now it appears that i delusionally believed i have created reality itself in the future somehow and laid out an elaborate spiritual battle with satan for the freedom of my eternal soul not being locked in a holographic enslavement machine it doesn't seem great wish me luck please uh and i think that was around the time yeah. The, the the Bob's game website would redirect to uh uh Robert Pelosi. Pelosi? Poloni. Poloni? Yeah. Pelosi, okay. No, I Pelosi think. is no, we're thinking Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, I am thinking Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah. Always. Um, <laughs> it it would redirect to uh Robert Poloni the website, um, which was his it seems personal blog. Um, where he kind of, uh, would, he went on a very long tangent of posts, uh, being like, I am a man of God now. That's yeah. That seems to happen to people. Yeah. It's like the, um, you know, the Nathfield guy, the guy who. No one knows Nathfield except you. The guy who got Garfield Eats. He got Garfield branding (gasps) for a cafe. I do know him. Ruby knows Nathfield. Yeah, Garfield Eats. Do you know why Ruby knows Nathfield? Why? Because on an episode (laughs) of Thumb Cramps, Uh. a video game podcast we host, (laughs) you went on a huge tangent about it. Well, it's on my mind pretty often. No, 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 no. I learned about old mate, uh, old mate Nathan. Mm-hmm. God, a, a fair few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, because a, a video essay popped up um, on YouTube for me, and I was like, "Who is this man who owns some of the rights to Garfield?" Yeah. And so I decided to do a little digging, and he he is a fascinating, fascinating absolutely. Person. See, you're out of the loop. Well, on this, this actually one. has created some kind of interest <laughs> in Nathfield for me because you always claimed this happened at the start of last year. Ruby's claiming to have seen a video years ago. I never said happened at the start of last year. Yeah, you did. You said during lockdown. No, during lockdown is when he started doing Nathfield the podcast. Mm. Where he Yeah. So okay, so he had Garfield Eats <laughs> back in the day. Where he had some yeah. of the rights to Garfield, which then he, he made a Garfield themed restaurant. Yeah. On YouTube you can watch a fake documentary he made. <laughs> 
where he yep. plays a really annoying manager of Garfield Eats. It's very strange. It does not make him look good. I don't know why he did it. And he always wears an orange <laughs> suit. Then he loses the rights to Garfield because uh, I think this is um, unproven, but the rumor is that the Garfachinos, which were Garfield-themed cappuccinos, uh-huh. gave everyone diarrhea. So they <laughs> And they would also make pizzas in the shape of Garfield's head, which didn't look good. Yep. It's not appetizing. Yeah. So he lost that. that. Then he got Scooby-Doo. He got the rights to Scooby-Doo a bit. And he did Scooby Eats, which were like a home delivery, I think. Yep. Then he lost the rights (laughs) of that. Yeah. And that's what sent him over the deep end. Then he created his own in lockdown. This is the thing that happened in Mm -hmm. lockdown. Mm -hmm. He made his own Garfield Sona named Nathfield, who is a warrior (laughs) for God. (laughs) (laughs) Nathfield's most recent tweet is... Hashtag Toronto smells like hot dogs. Hot dogs emoji on fire. Fire emoji. That's a catastrophe. What does that mean? What's going on? That's uh, that's cool stuff. Oh, what does this mean? Richard Dawkins says. <laughs> and then uh, I think there was some some movie came out possibly during lockdown. I don't remember where somebody was wearing an orange suit in it. Maybe it was a superhero movie. They had an orange outfit. And let me tell you, he was angry. Cause he's like, oh, I'm the only guy nuts. who wears the orange suit. He's like, um, I'm the Garfield man. I'm Mr. Garfield. Yeah. He's a yeah. very interesting character. It's just as interesting as Bob's game. Uh, look up Nathfield. <laughs> it kind of is, actually. It's, it's, a, it's a very, well, it's not a similar story. Yeah. <laughs> but they're well, sisters, I... not twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the day, I, I hope I hope Robert Filoni's doing well. I hope Absolutely, that he's doing better. If if uh, the the path of Christ is the the p- righteous path for him and, and, and it, it is keeping him uh, uh, well, Mm-hmm. Then, then Godspeed. Yeah. yeah, God bless. One day, I would love, I would love to play a fully fleshed out Bob's game, whatever I've... form it may come out in. I'm pretty sure he released the the assets or or, or the code completely on GitHub. Uh, so who knows? Someone might get bored one day and decide to finish Bob's game for him. It like. I might be wrong, but when he released all of the source code and stuff, it kind of seemed like that's what he wanted. He's like, I don't want this to be mine anymore. Yeah. Um, well, I think for for Bob, for Robert, it feels like he should step away. For I mean, I assume he probably has at this point. <laughs> I hope he has because I don't yeah. think he should it ever. Seemed it seemed like it wasn't very good for him. It consumed his life. Like his passion for his game kind of met maybe some other issues he had going on and he spiraled really bad until it became the most important thing kind of ever for him. And it seemed like that really wrecked his life. So hopefully he stepped away. Someone else, if we're ever going to get a finished Bob's game, hopefully Robert's got nothing to do with it. I think that's, that's the dream really. What Beastie Boys did with their last album. Yeah. And pretend you've scrapped it and then release it under a slightly different title, which is just the same name, but then two at the end. Part two. Robert's game part two. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to. Like, uh, I'm. I'm probably gonna try. You're uh, gonna do it. The the second demo. <laughs> Ruby's <laughs> game. It. It's gonna Whoa. be Ruby's game. That's uh, awesome. No, I, I'm. I'm keen to try the second demo. I'm. I'm keen to try and find the third and the fourth one. Like, it is. It is a piece of kind of semi lost, uh, uh, niche video game media that mm. has interested me for for quite a while. Um. But uh, you know, I hope he, I hope he's doing well. Me too. I hope Bob's okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm confident. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's all the time we've got today, boys. Where can we find you? You can find us on any podcasting platform you like. Yeah, any of them. Any of them. Just search for Thumb Cramps, mm-hmm. uh, and that's hosted by both me and Jackson. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter or X, depending on what it's called depending today. Depending on where, where <laughs> we're at, <laughs> what time uh, it is. Which is at Thumb Cramps Pod. And we also have an Instagram account, which is at Thumb Cramps Pod. Yeah. Uh, it feels weird to trust Zuckerberg at the moment, but he seems like he's not going to turn off any of his social medias at any time soon. So maybe just follow us on Instagram. You need to pick one billionaire to trust in this <laughs> life, okay? So unfortunate. <laughs> and uh, big thank you, boys, for uh, joining me on the show today. 
Of course. No problem. Thanks Anytime. for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. We loved this. Wow. In fact, we won't leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I guess you can just hang around then. Yes. <laughs> And a big thank you to you for listening. If you're liking what you're hearing, why not give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're using? Better yet, why not give us a nice little review? I love to see what people think. Unless it's mean, then I hate to see it. And hey, if you're really liking what you're hearing and you'd like to hear more, consider supporting Back Pocket over on Patreon, where you can get access to our lovely Discord full of all sorts of buds. And if you support us at a certain tier, you can even get access to more audio content like this. You can also find us on Twitch, where we've got our main live show every Thursday from 7pm AEST. And on TikTok, where we are constantly posting very good stuff for you to cast your big, beautiful eyes on. And then there's socials, all the Twitter and threads and whatever, which you're also welcome to get around. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And as they say, goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.